All right, back on episode 18, Wheel of SNES. We've got a first-party game, Josh, uh, Star Fox. We do! A game of trying not to kill Slippy, as I like to <laughs> refer to it. Uh, <laughs> do a barrel! And uh, uh, so, uh, yeah, this week we got uh, Star Fox. Let me just read you a little snippet. Now, hang on. Before you get into that. <clears throat> Do, should we thank your wife as our guest spinner at that point? I don't know. We're going to see how the spin goes tonight before I'm... It might have just been beginner's luck. I don't it know. It could have. It could have. Because well, our first game was Dragon View, which we hated. It turned out to be better than most of the other games that we played. True, true, true. So, uh, on the back of this box, uh, you know, in my opinion, iconic box. Great box. You got Star Fox and you got the whole fleet sitting there. Uh the names always slip my mind, no pun intended. You got, you know, Fox McCloud, you got Falco, you get Slippy. The rabbit, what's his name? It always messes with me. Oh god, if you didn't ask me that, ask me that, I could I would have known. Uh isn't it Rip no it's, I, it should be Ribbit, even though that should be the frog. Yeah. Well, why, why am I thinking Ribbit? I don't know, but the rabbit, it's uh shit. Give me a second. I'm Googling. I'm Googling. I'll know it as soon as you say it. It's not Flippy. Peppy. Peppy. Yeah. Peppy. Pe- Peppy hair. Snap my arm, Peppy Le Pew. <laughs> All right. So uh, iconic with the guys just sitting there staring off like a bunch of cadets. Uh, so on the back of the box, uh, one of the, th- the things that was... You know, kind of unique to this game was the introduction of the Super. It has F- to be a good one too. Like the well, back of the box has got to be a good intro. Well, it actually has the intro, and then it has a little bit of them talking about the Super FX chip because that was kind of. I about to say that that was that was turn that was the turn of. Consoles. So so here's the uh, what the back of the box says, Josh. Lead the Star Fox team to victory, in the distant. Lilat star system. Imagine yourself at the controls of a futuristic, heavily armored space fighter, R-Wing. Lead the counterattack on an invasion force of a hundred of alien tanks, fighter ships, laser gun emplacements, and super battleships. Maneuver at warp speed through fog and shrouded canyons, dense asteroid belts, and waves of the enemy's best defense. You must use skill and cunning to bring the the fight to the enemy's home planet Venom and smash the core brain for victory. And so it's kind of short and sweet, and then it has a little thing for the Super FX. It says the Super FX microchip is on board for fluid game control and special effects previously untouchable in home video games. The action explodes from all directions in realistic, real-time, three dimensions. And that was like, I remember as a kid, it's like, this is 3D, you yeah. know? And I, I can tell you I have a, a big history with this. I remember the game came out in 93. At that time... The I, peak. The peak. I think I was in sixth grade in 93. And uh, this was, you know, at the time in my life where... You know, I wasn't old enough to drive, obviously, and that's where you go spend a night at your buddy's house. And the game that we played nonstop was Mario Kart. We just beat Mario Kart to the ground. And he had a super scope. Sometimes we play some 10 star, and then Star Fox came out. And I don't know how many weekends we just spent over there just wasting away on some Star Fox. And uh, so I do have uh, fond memories. I can't remember as a, a young child if I beat the game or not, but I know I put plenty of hours in on it. Uh, 
See, I'm the same way as, you know, I, <clears throat> me being a 90s kid, you know, I got it. I, I would say I probably got it and played it roughly around 96. I would say I was about six years old whenever I first played this game. And like you said, man, the hours I dumped into this game. It, it, it's such a... For me, it's all about the nostalgia in this game. Like, I was so happy whenever we drew this game just because I rem- I had those fond memories of it. So, uh, when this game came out in 93, it was developed by Nintendo, and they also teamed up with Argonaut Software. Uh, I guess I wouldn't necessarily... I'd just call this a, a fighting, flying game. Uh, I guess you would technically call it what they refer to it as a rail shooter. You know, a, a forward-scrolling or arcade-style <clears throat> rail shooter. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, kind of the the big part of this that, you know, it wasn't known as well back then as, you know, it wasn't as, you know, like mind-blowing as it is now. You know, the producer was Shingero Miyamoto. I know I'm butchering the name, but... He produced the game, but he was also creator and worked on just a few of these other games that you might have heard of. Zelda, Donkey Kong, Mario, Pinkman, F-Zero. And then I thought it was very ironic they put dogs in there. But, like, I'll go ahead and tell you, I can't go down the street without bumping into a Nintendog 3DS game or a DS game. So I bet they sold a ton of those as well. Oh, 100%. 100%. But, so, I mean, this dude, everything he was he was involved in was, was gold. straight fire. It was the, gold. The director was Katsuya Iguchi. He was the creator of Animal Crossing. Other stuff that he had worked on was Wave Race, Yoshi's Story, and Wii Sports. So, I mean, Again, you got, you got two of the top dudes up here. Now, I mean, now you can look back and say, you know, how well-known these dudes are. But uh, especially uh, Shingiro, uh, I feel like he was the epitome. He's Mr. Super Nintendo to me, you know. Oh, 100%. I mean, you might even say Mr. Nintendo at that point. So, I mean, they ended up uh, uh, having two pretty much legends on this game and it kind of shows so basically uh, uh the breakdown of this game is uh you know you're fox mcleod and uh you're flying a little polygon uh, r-wing and uh you've got your team one of them is a uh, falcon named falco you got uh the rabbit peppy and you've got the uh frog flippy slippy slippy and uh so as all together yins are Basically, I guess the easiest way to uh, explain it is you got Vanoss or whatever, which is the evil planet. And then you've got, I forget the name of Star Fox's planet. But basically, you've got good versus evil. They're trying to take over the, the system. So Star Fox and them are doing a counterattack, trying to defeat Vanoss and all the, the stuff. And, and you have to forgive me because there's so many freaking planets in this and so many different names. Uh, just like the dog who is the uh, commander, or I guess your mission, mission briefing. Uh, so basically... Uh, you know, you go through these, uh, and Vanoss is a gorilla, correct, Josh, or a orangutan, or he's some type of ape. And yeah. just, just so you know, that uh, <clears throat> the uh, the planet system is actually called the La, uh, Laylet system, okay. And the planet that you're currently on is the 
uh, cornea. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Something like that. So now, I know I'm butchering it, but I mean, well, there's just so much there. And so basically, uh, when you get into the game, it gives you three paths that you can follow. All of them are going to lead to the enemy planet. Uh, they start out level one, level two, level three. Yeah. Progressing and, in difficulty. Yeah. And so you basically pick what path you want to go down. Uh, every level I would say is the same. It's the same style of your shooting stuff. Whether it be asteroid, other spaceships, uh, your big boss fights, which are normally, the, I guess you would say, they're all machines of some sort. But, but they're your they're your space battleships. But I would really say, and you, it's yes, you're shooting in every level, but you probably got to me. It's kind of like two different levels. You got shooting on a planet, like a, you got planet levels, and then you got like the space level, the space travel. And so uh, sometimes you're on a planet, you know, weaving in and out, you know. From structures, then the next one you may be in a uh, an asteroid. asteroid belt trying to dodge asteroids and blow them up as you're killing enemies. So, uh, pretty simple. You get uh, uh, Nova bombs and you got your normal blasters. I think you get three or four, two or three lives. You can gain lives, obviously, through it. There's some continues in there. You, you can replenish your shields by hitting the correct stuff. So, uh, you know, it's pretty well thought out, to be honest, for the game. Uh, and then once you, once you get to the final uh, planet, you just go through the planet, you kill the boss, and save the day. I think that's pretty much the whole synopsis of the game, isn't it, Josh? Pretty much. All right, well, we're just going to go ahead and enough with, you know, <coughs> this is one that I'm actually excited to get into what makes the game. So we're just going to go ahead and... Uh, uh, jump into what makes it. Uh, Dude, I'll go ahead and just just a little tease. What makes this game is a pretty hefty list, probably for me and you both that has actually surpassed any other game. <laughs> well, I will tell you, I have I have my share of qualms with what it does bad. Oh, agreed, agreed. But uh, you know, one th the first thing is you turn the game on. And you can tell the game is different. Like, that's the first thing. It's like, just from the startup, you can tell this game is different. From I don't know how it's different. You don't know what you're playing at this point. But you can tell that this is something that this you've is, never played. This is, this is turn of the, con this is the turn of the error, is what I would like to refer as I like to call it. Because this changed a lot of game styles like this, personally. So, uh... You know, you start it up, and, uh, and even though it doesn't really go into much detail of, uh, you know, why the two planets are really worn with each other in the game, it just kind of makes it like you're counterattacking or you're defending your planet. Uh, so once you start the game up, you know, the, the sergeant or the commander or the general that gives you your briefing, the dog, the hound or whatever he is. The bloodhound. Yeah, he... Uh, depending on what path you choose, you know, he'll give you a different little pep talk and he'll say, Hey, you know, for instance, he'll be like, you're going through the asteroid belt, make sure to kill their crusher or something like that. And so it doesn't really tell you, I mean, the game forces you to go along one path. So it doesn't really, uh, change how you play it, but I kind of dig having your briefings in between. Like, oh, 100%. So even though it doesn't say, Hey, here's why we're warring. He's going to say, hey, be careful because of this, or hey, make sure. He, it gives you a clue to what you might be fighting. That, it gives you a little insight to the to the stuff that's going on. The, the insight is key because it helps you out. So, I mean, it doesn't really help you out, but it, does, it gives you a fair warning of what's going on. 
But dude, I mean, you have to admit, like before we move on, like so what we're starting at the beginning of this game. Right. Right off the bat. The music. I got that's my third. Dude, thing. it's fire. Like like the music, the soundtrack and everything, it's right there. Like it like it's good. Well, once again when we say the the guys who've worked on this is involved in you know, Zelda and Mario and Animal Donkey Crossing Kong. and all that. Yeah. I mean, even Wii Sports, for God's sake, had a pretty good soundtrack to it. So, you know, even though they, they may not have had 100% to do with that, I mean, they knew what they were doing. So, I mean, I would be upset if the music wasn't good. Oh, yeah. And it was different for every stage. And uh, I know that people have their own personal favorite. But I think the final stage, uh, when you got onto the planet. Planet Venom? Yeah, yeah, Venom. I've probably been saying Vanos, but... Uh, you get on the planet Venom. I thought that music was pretty on point. I mean, you know, oh, you're, at, you're at the end. You know, you're regardless if that's the first level you played. Like if you just came in and picked up a controller and someone was playing it, you'd be like, "Oh, I'm on the final level," or "I'm oh, close to the end." Boss fight. That, that had boss music right there as soon as you started it. So uh, another thing that goes in with music. Now there's, I've got one thing that's probably, I've got several things that are like some of my favorite things. And I'm gonna say one to the last. It's probably unconventional. One of my favorite okay, things yeah, that, yeah. that you may not have thought about. Maybe you have, but one thing that I really dug in this game was at the end you could actually hear voices, and there was some voices every now and then. But when your uh, wingmates, I guess, is what I would call them, when your when your buddies, when Slippy and Falco and Peppy are the, talking to the, you, they're called wingmen. Okay, wingmen. Uh, <laughs> So basically what you do is you get a text bubble and then you just get garbled what they're making. (laughs) Yeah. Making this. It's their voice. And even though they're never actually speaking it, when you're reading it, you're like, Oh, this sounds just like Falco. And, And even when you're later on in the game, when your wingmen are talking to you, you know who it is just by the sound of that garbled. Yeah. By the pitch. And so, uh, you know that, when you hear Slippy's dumbass rolling around there getting <laughs> shot up, like you ain't even got to look to see, see his ass. He's like, help me, help me. He's like, help me. And then, uh, so, I mean, even though the actual characters in the game don't speak in Star Fox 1, it was almost like they did. The, the They were distinctive. Yes, it was the sound effect they give them. It's almost like they were speaking. Like when, when you were reading it, you heard... I mean, it, it, it's hard to explain, but it worked. It worked great. But they all had unique pitches that you could register with each other. Is like if they would have put Slippy's pitch with Falco, oh, it would have been horrible. Like you can tell they done their work to match this pitch to everybody. Uh, another thing, since we're really starting on this, is uh, uh, controls are sharp. I mean. It, I, there's a lot of times where you say you can do more with less. They use every button in this game. Every button is used at some point, and it's good. And 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 you can map your own buttons. They give you yeah. Even, they give you the option, which was amazing. Even though I say there was four options, it was almost like two of them were the same. I feel like, but whatever. I I don't know. Maybe they weren't, but they were close enough. I I tried at first the default player A one, yeah. and I went to the B one instead. I liked having my fire down below. My Nova bomb to the right, but basically, uh, you have blasters. You have your Nova bomb, which you got your 
I, which the blasters were okay. Nova uh, Bomb was where it's at. Nova Bomb is definitely, uh, them are definitely saving up for the boss. Like, you accidentally hit the button for a Nova Bomb in the middle of a stage, you better either be de- almost be dead or it be an accident, and you'll be pissed off at yourself for doing it. So then you had a, a basically a break, I guess a speed up or an accelerate, a thrust. It was your boost. And then, uh, then you get the L and R buttons. Barrel roll! And, and you could either hold it, and just flip it up sideways all Top Gun style. Not, not thought. Or you could go straight on Tom Cruise and just barrel roll that bitch. And so uh, the controls were great at no point. Well, when I first started and I, and I had uh, Y was my blasters and B was my Nova Bomb, it was a little uncomfortable. But once I went to the other controller grouping, I never accidentally hit the button. I mean, and, and select. Start was your pause. Select actually changed your view. So every button on the Super Nintendo was mapped. And it was mapped correctly. Yeah. And if you didn't like the way it was, you, you could off. change it. So you could... Well, also with the button mapping is, I don't know if you noticed this, but A and B's, if I'm not mistaken, they were inverted controls. Where if you hit up, you went down. If you hit down, you went up. Okay, that might have been. But down, but at C and D, that switched, and your button mapping also reflected that. Okay, that's what it was then, because I was like, I didn't even think about it being. uh, It was inverted. inverted. But uh, man, the controls were great. Like they were good. They were crisp. Even on my emulator, they were crisp. But I'll tell you though that like some of the levels were kind of either fast pace or stuff kind of popping out at you. Like you didn't really have time to think, Hey, maybe I should hit this button. Maybe I should do this. You just went with it. Like it just felt natural. How many times did you go up to a gate and you're sitting there like, do I boost or do I slow down? Because I don't know what's going to happen. Well, the real question is how many times did you get up to a gate and you ran into the damn thing because you didn't boost or you didn't break. That's what I'm talking about. about. Like, Like, I mean, yeah, it's like, I would break on one and then it would shut on me. And I mean, you know, hitting one of those gates shit wrecked you Dude, pretty it hurt. good. It I hurt mean, it hard. took like half your health away. It hurt so hard. then the next time I'm like, I'm going to speed up. All I did was turn into a greasy spot on the side of the door there. So you I just smack like, into it. So, uh, especially when you were going into the actual structures. Oh man, I, that's <laughs> kryptonite for me right there. Uh, so, uh, uh, they did have three different paths, which reflected the difficulty, which I'm going to say. Nice choice. Is, they done it right. None of the paths were easy. No, it was I'd, still a challenging I, game. I'd pick the easiest easiest, easiest path, and that's what I beat the game on. I still had to, I still lost lives. I still had to use continues. Uh, I think I, I'm not sure if you were numbered with continues on it. I think you were. You were. Uh, I was on my last continue. I had... The life I was on and the one before, I died like two times on that damn face. So, uh, I mean, it wasn't easy, but by God, go on that difficult path. Like, you get your first first level out of you. That second one wasn't no damn joke right there. uh, I played all three levels. I beat level one and two. Like, I beat them. I mean... And at the same time, I don't... I think the game was appropriately, appropriately difficult. Like... It wasn't like slitcherist, like you couldn't beat this game, like freaking Dark Souls style. Or, well, you can beat Dark Souls if you try hard enough. But but this game, like I feel like you could, 
obviously this is a game that you play it more and you get better. You like get, it, there there are skills that you a, have to learn. It's a traditional get good game. And those are my bread and butter. Well, and, and but you can play this game and start out and still enjoy it, but you know, there is skill involved. Uh and that's why and, and so you can play this game and still have fun. And you can and like me, I've not played this game in twenty five years. And you know, you can go through there and beat this game. Or you can get Billy Badass at it and take down the most difficult way. And, I mean, that's just a whole different bag yeah, it's, of worms it's, right yeah. there. Uh, so, I mean, it, it's not easy, but it's not impossible for somebody to pick this up that's never played this game and not beat it. Like, I don't even know if there's a, a cheat code for any of this, but uh, My there shouldn't way. be. There shouldn't be because, I mean, it was it was all right. All yeah. you had to do is think a little bit about what yeah. you were doing. My emulator did have a god mode where I didn't take damage, so I did. I didn't even use it because I wanted to play this game as what it was because I thoroughly enjoyed this game. And like I said, I beat level one. I beat level two. Didn't beat level three. I made it halfway through before I burned through all my continues. And you gave me the option. To whether do I want to keep playing this video game or come and record tonight? We we did. I did literally say, "Hey, do you want to record tonight or do you want to enjoy playing a good a good Super Nintendo game for a change?" Like it was very refreshing. <laughs> it was, and I think if you would have gave me another week, I would have probably beat level three. But I mean, I mean, so uh, another thing that goes into like the strategy part of it is. Uh, the boss fights. You can't just go in a boss fight, you know, dicks out, you know. I mean, you had to... Each, yeah, all bosses, you know, they all had their weaknesses, which I did appreciate. They were unique, which was awesome. But I do appreciate that anything red you knew was your hit point. Exactly. So, uh, you knew what you had to shoot. Sometimes you didn't know it right off. Sometimes it took a minute for it to pop out. Uh, but Or it'd be so small so, that you couldn't see it. You know, and, and that was really... Uh, the bosses that I thought were easy was because I had like four Nova bombs. And like, <laughs> oh, it, you just spanned it? Well, there was like the first two or three, you could just wreck them, Nova bomb them, and it's over <laughs> you with. Like, could. like, you hit it and it looked like an 87 Oldsmobile. There's just shit falling off these machines. <laughs> like, you're just blowing them up. Later on, I wish I had more, but sometimes it was hard to tell. Like, I'd be shooting these guys, and as soon as I see a little bit of damage come off from my blasters, I'd put a Nova bomb. But like, each boss was different. Each one kind of had their own pattern. I mean, there was a few that was similar, but you actually had to watch what the boss was doing. And of course, you know, as it went on, I mean, some of these bosses were just slinging were stuff. Yeah, at they you. were tough. So, uh, which comes in. So, I mean, I do like that the boss fights were awesome, and that was complete strategy. I feel like on there. Oh, hundred percent. And and I, like I said, this is the epitome for me as a get good game. So you had like. Dude, I couldn't tell you how many times I've thrown my head against the wall in a Dark Souls game of just boss, just fighting this one boss for hours, hours, just to try to figure out the pattern. And in this, it felt like that. And I loved every minute of it. And I'll go ahead and tell you this. I didn't use a single Nova Bomb in the first level getting off of the planet. Because I refuse. I'm like, this boss is too easy. I refuse to use the Nova Bomb. I'm sitting here. I'm like, 
I you got, had all five. I got you? five Nova Bonds. <laughs> I can't s- take them with me. YOLO! <laughs> you just send them all. <laughs> so, and, and one thing I've got right below the boss fight is there is no better feeling in this game than barrel rolling out of damn danger. Oh, 100%. So, I mean, you feel pretty badass when you flip it up sideways and you're knifing in and out. But you're going when, through structures, knife fighting. But especially when you're going like into the later stages. I mean, some of these bosses, like there's two and three different ones that are working together, and there's just bombs and Nova bombs and all kinds of crap coming after you. And you just freaking roll a barrel roll to the right squeeze a few shots and there's like a wave coming out and you barrel roll back left and you're just like i'm a bad mother effer that is basically did you ever time a boost and barrel roll no i I oh dude let me tell you if anything you need to go back like after this recording you need to try to pull that off because i did in level two and oh it was so oh it was so sweet i did not i wasn't a big booster Boost was probably the one thing I used the least. Now, I did use my brake quite a bit, but uh, I was typically not in too big a hurry to get... I mean, I, I ain't going to say I was just enjoying it. I didn't do it. Uh, uh, my dumb adult brain was trying to figure out what I was doing, trying to shoot these little damn bastards on the screen. Yeah. So, uh, I was more of a breaker than a booster. See, you know? boosting helped during those boss battles. Like I said, whenever they were throwing just a bunch of stuff at you... If you barrel rolled and boosted at the same time, that shit would leave your screen faster. So I'm like, get this shit out of here so I can attack more. Now, and, and one thing I did put in here too that I guess probably went in at the start was uh, you had two different views for most stages. Uh, you're kind of third person back, which is what I always feel is my traditional Star Fox view. 100%. And then, you know, in some of the space ones, you would get like a cockpit view, which I do feel, you know, I got some of this in my bracket, but I do feel that uh, uh, it made aiming easier. It was cool. It, like, I'm surprised that it gave me two views, but uh, especially for being so early on but, in consoles. Yeah, I just uh, there there was a trade off going first person with it, but it was kind of cool because uh, I feel like if you were having issues shooting enemies, it was a whole lot easier to shoot them in the first person. Oh, 100. I feel like you kind of missed a little bit of the aesthetic from it. But uh, I've only got I've got two more things, Josh, and then I've got my big one, my big one. Your big one. I, yeah. I can't wait to hear your big one. And so, uh, you know, I I do appreciate too that after a game, you know, after you beat games, sometimes it's just like credits and gone. Sometimes you get like a Easter egg, a little, a little cutscene, a little something. Yeah, you get your Marvel movie thing, and and I feel like that's the payoff. Yep. It, you know, if you spent X amount of dollars on this game and you beat it, throw me a bone. Give me something. Give me. I want more. Yeah. You want the sequel to this game. And so I think all of this, I guess, ultimately goes down to the replayability about this game. So the game is so replayable because of the different. You can go back and play different options. You can play this game completely different than I do. At the end of the day, all you got to do is beat the same bosses if we go the same paths. But after you beat the game, uh, I do like, I don't know which I like more, is it shows you the completion percent of every uh, stage that you beat, and then it gives you your score. So I feel like this is a game that I could enjoy playing, and even though I'm just wanting to beat this game and go a different route, 
I could see having a notebook right on the next to the TV with the high score. Oh, hundred percent. So yeah. even though I don't think I could go into this game saying I'm going to beat your high score, I was like, I'd probably be like, I want to beat this game. I'm going to go a different route. I'm going to try to set the high yeah. score. So I don't think you're as much as oh, kiss my butt. I'm coming after you. I think it's like let's see who can beat these difficult levels. Let's see who can kill every single enemy. Oh shoot! At the end, you see your final total high score and then uh i don't know if you hung out and watched all the credits but they told you it went through all the bosses that i don't know i think it was the bosses i played i don't think it was it's it not in every boss no it's only the bosses you played because i feel like it showed a boss that i didn't play but uh, now okay because it was one that looked like a little maybe maybe not maybe not you're right i think it was the bosses i did play but it basically, it would bring up these bosses that you had played. It showed them kind of like a green screen rotating. And it would tell you their mass and all this stuff. And so it was like, that's kind of cool. I mean, even though it didn't really matter, it was just kind of like a little tip of the hat. You could tell that they thought this out, that this just wasn't put through. They put time into this. Yes. That's the biggest thing. They put time into this game. And I'll go ahead and tell you this. I have to brag a little bit. Oh, we got a flex going on. I got I got a small flex going okay. on. All the way because I beat this game on level one and level two. Okay. My wingman never dropped below seventy five percent of their health bar. I don't know. I didn't lose a wingman in mine. But I don't know, Slippy. I probably shot him. There, I, I remember as a kid shooting the shit out of Slippy. Oh, yeah. And killing him so I didn't have to listen. He was it. annoying. I give you that. Now, I give you that. And now I will say one thing, too, that uh, I'd overlooked was uh, another cool thing about it was when you're over there fighting. And, of course, you're, as I told you, uh, nothing made you feel better than barrel and roll out of, of danger. Nothing made you feel dumber and barrel rolling into the damn ground. And I did that several times. <laughs> or, or into a structure. Yes. And uh, yeah. so you would actually break your wing off. Yeah. And so you would have like one wing that was like half the size. And that was kind of cool. Now, obviously, you get power-ups to, to replace it and stuff. But, yeah, uh, I don't think any of my dudes died. I don't know that I paid enough attention to see what their shields were. I'm sure Slippy. I think I lit him up a few times. Uh, and then uh, another thing, like I, said, I know we're getting close to your big one probably, but my thing is this, is that at least the power-ups were marked so that they done something different. Like a silver triangle circle, which sounds weird, but it was a bunch of little triangles made up into a circle. It gave you a little bit of health. A gold gave you full. I had problems trying to figure out some of them, like uh, when you would get, like I guess, like the pulse cannon or something. Or, uh, you know, there was some of them I didn't necessarily know if I was going for health or going for weapons. But regardless, I needed the power up anyway. Yeah. And, and even though the stage is, like, even when you're set out in space, even though it's kind of set up to where it's like a, uh, uh, you know, free-roaming uh, flight, it, it's really guiding you so... I feel like that at any point, I'm not really going too far away from the power-ups. Now, don't get me wrong. I missed my fair share of power-ups. Oh, 100% so, I did, too. Even the ones I was actually trying to get to. But I never felt like any of them were just out of reach from me. You know, sometimes, like if, especially if it was like a Nova Bomb or something, sometimes as you're going through, you're like, oh, crap, over there was a Nova Bomb. I wish I would have went that way. 
but if you died or whatever, the next time you kind of know to plan that way. But uh, again, like get some good of the strategy. rings, yeah, some get of the rings, strategy. it just it happens. I'd say that I missed as many that I was going for as the I accidentally hit some of them, just barrel rolling out. Just of danger, try, yeah, just know. trying to get. All right, so here's my last thing that I feel like this is what made it, you know, one of the better things is this is just a straight up single player game that makes you feel like you're playing a team game. Yeah. So the whole time that you play this game, even to this day, you know, because some of the graphics are a little rough by today's standards, you still feel like you're part of a Star Fox fleet. You're sitting there at home, you're playing it. Uh, even though I hate Slippy, like he I'm, still does something every now and then. Well, you know, when you're sitting there talking, when Slippy's fucking up and and Peppy's over there, he didn't really talk a whole lot. And when Falco's just acting like he's better than everybody, you feel like you know these guys. And so even though you're just sitting there playing by yourself, I can guarantee you, whenever one of them dumbasses start hollering saying they got a bogey on them, you're over there like it don't matter what you're doing. If you're shooting enemies, you're like, oh shit, let me save this guy. Yeah. And so even though this is just a regular single, you could have removed the Star Fox crew out of it and just been Fox Dan McCloud fighting against everybody, and it would have still been a fun game. But I feel like adding the three folks with you just made it better. It it made you feel like you're playing a multiplayer game. So you got a single player game that makes you feel like it makes you feel like you got friends. It made you feel like a team. And so like I'm just sitting there thinking about it, and I'm like, and and I mean there was a lot of stuff you could have did without that worked great, and you could have literally just put Star Fox out there by himself and had Mission Control in his ear. But having them boys out there with you, having them flying around, having them interact with you, and even though you couldn't interact with them, but just them talking to you while you're there flying. Uh, I felt like you were part of a team, and I really enjoyed that. That was one of my favorite things. It was of great. It. And now here, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you this little hypothetical. What say this? What would have happened if they gave you dialogue to actually say back? Oh, if they spoke to you? Well, like yeah, like say you know, Slippy the retard that he is, right? You know, hey, I got a bogey on my six. What if you could respond back saying, "Get in front of oh. me." Oh, I, I I was gonna say. Uh, yeah, uh, what I was thinking you were gonna say is if he actually was speaking, and instead of just rah, 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 no, rah, rah, no, no, no. if he would have said, but if he would have said, "Hey, I got a bogey on my six, and I could be respond. sitting there on the couch, even if I couldn't respond, and be like, "I got you, brother." I would have said exactly. that out loud. Exactly. Like, like if you if they gave you the ability to say, "Hey, come up in front of me," or "Hey, I need you to move," you know, like you know something, shake and bake, like like command Falco to go, "Hey, Falco, can you cover that?" Dude, this game would have been so much better if you could have gave a little, a little bit of command. A little bit of command. Because we all know at the end of it, Star Fox was the commander of that team. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, that's all I really got to say that makes this game. I mean, I could probably forgot about 10 different things that uh, uh, was good. But, I mean, there's so many games that there's so much bad shit. You feel like you're forgetting it. I mean, this game is still... I mean, it's a lot, got a lot of good stuff going for it. So, I mean, I'm sure I forgot something. Exactly. It's like, like I said, there's so much good in this game that I know I forgot certain key elements to it. So, you want to go over to what sucks with this game? What breaks this? Or do you have anything that you got, got on your heart that you need to get out? I got one thing on my heart. All right. Tell me what you got on your heart, brother. I give the credit of them naming it an R-Wing. All okay. right. Okay. 
We all know that it's, was an X-Wing. It is spelled A-R-Wing, so it isn't just R like they just changed. But of course it was It was isn't modeled it, off an X-Wing. Yeah, Absolutely. Was that was in the notes. It was in the notes. So, I mean, I give them credit where credit's due. Is I, they, they took something, they took another franchise, and they're like, hey, we're going to tweak it a little bit to make it more like to make it fit our format. I mean, at the end of the day... And they've done it right. At the end of the day, how many games are going to be made or how many movies that you are not... I mean, if you're basing anything off space travel, you're probably taking something, if not a lot, from either Star Wars or Star Trek. So, or Dune. So, you know, uh, I get that. So, all right. But yeah, that's all I had to say. That, that was the last thing on my heart. Here's what here's what breaks the game to me. I can guarantee you I know you're number one. Uh, or, or at least a part of it. Well, you know, uh, Laura Croft's got triangle titties. The polygons. As, by God, Star Fox has got some triangle planes. There's a lot of polygons. Now, mind you, these this was not... This was groundbreaking for the Super Nintendo. Like, I remember looking at this and it just being... When it would pull that scramble up, I was just like, oh my God, here, it's go time. Oh, yeah. I felt like Tom Cruise coming off that. Whoa, 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 whoa. Back it up, back it up. I got that into the good thing. Uh, we completely bypassed this. The sound effects to you scrambling out that... What, what, what? Dude, you immediately knew, like, fuck yeah, this is go time. Well, with all of that, I remember it so vividly. And that just scramble, scramble. And man, the polygons, they suck in the polygons do suck. Uh, the scramble <laughs> scenes isn't that great nowadays. It's not, but it's the music. It's I the, got you. The sound is what sells it. Now, just to be able to see these triangles and all that, like, say, it's horrible now. Rewind it back to 1993. You'd have had a raging geek boner over it. Like say, it was, it was, me, it was 96, 97. Oh, it was amazing. So even though I put that down, because that is something that does suck with this game, you know, Tom, Tom caught up with it and passed it by on that. Yeah. So you can't, you know, that's just a, it's I'm not the beating beast. them up over that. It's the but, way of the beast. But that's got to be the the first thing that you notice. And yeah. You're going to be like, what in the shit is this? Because everything's got to be triangle and square and it's just polygons. It's polygons on polygons, man. Like, I swear to God, if you just put Lord Croft's titties out there, you could shoot the hell out of those things. It'd been I, fine. Yep. Uh, the second thing I got was... Uh, uh, Slippy's most annoying son of a bitch I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> I still save his life, but dear God, how do you put this bastard in a plane? Like, that how did he make it through flight school? Exactly. Like, that's like giving me the freaking F 18. I'm not going to get off the damn ground. This dumbass got off the ground, but he can't fly the son of a bitch. It's obvious. See, I get off the ground, but what I'm going to do is I'm just going to go thrust. This is your thrust. This is your landing gear. Done. Floor it. Hit landing gear. That's how I'm going to make it off the ground. So, and I feel compelled to have to say my teammates, but I could have dealt without Slippy. Now, Peppy didn't really talk a whole lot during my games. I mean, he was there every now and then. He'd say he's got a bogey. Falco was an asshole, and I'm okay with that, but Slippy just, what the hell are you doing, He needed help every time you turned around. Yeah, what the hell, brother? Like, damn. You're supposed to be one of the ace combats, and you're like, 
Oh, help me, help me, Starfall. I could understand it if they're like, hey, they done killed this whole planet. You the last four sons of bitches. We're putting this idiot in a plane. Try to do what you can do with see, it. Or he that, can read a map or see, something see, like and that. and at that moment, it turns into Independence Day. It's the dude that says, well, what was his catchphrase? I'm back as he flies his plane into the mothership. I've actually, uh, Independence Day is going to come back around in this oh, year shit. in a minute. So, uh, <laughs> uh. One thing, another, so, you know, Slippy's okay. I mean, he pissed me off. He pissed me off in 1993. He pisses me off now. I might but just be boss. I but, might just have frog. But hate. you didn't kill him. Is he a frog or is he a toad? I feel like he's a straight up frog, right? He's a frog due to the color. Okay. So, uh, one thing that He'd be did. more of a tree frog, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, one thing I did that did piss me off is even though some of these stages seemed, uh, you know, wide open. Some of the past seem unaccessible. How many times if you're coming up against a wall, you're like, let me bar- barrel roll all the way to the right to get out of the way, and then you hit the wall. And you're like, oh shit, I'm at the end. And you're already too late, and you just like shit wreck into some stuff. And then I'm like, try to barrel roll the other way, and it just turns into this whole mess. So even though it seemed like you could fly anywhere you wanted, there was limits, and they weren't clearly defined. I mean, you kind of had an idea when you were getting close to the edge. The screen ran out. Before you thought it would. Yeah, you're, pretty you're, much what that sums Yeah, up sometimes there. you're like, hey, I just need a barrel roll and knock to the left, and I can slide by and you barrel roll, and you don't move, and you're like, oh, hell, I'm flying right into this damn wall. That yeah, part sucked. Yeah, you, you did run out of screen, which kind of sucked. And and to go into how paths are inaccessible, I don't know how many times those damn pillars would fall down, and it was kind of like a, a gotcha. And it was like, damn it. There's all these buildings around. I can't even see these pillars. And, oh, yeah, you got me. I'm a dumbass here. It, they fell and hit me because I couldn't see them. Tell you a trick, man. Probably the boost. It was boost, break, boost, break, boost, break. That so, was the that was the whole pattern. I just didn't think it was good, regardless of how to get around it or how not to get around it. It just wasn't good, in my opinion. Uh, uh, I didn't like... Uh, I say one of my biggest flaws was the little damn enemy that hopped. The little frog enemy. I know what you're talking about. He was annoying as shit. I hated him. Now there was times in this game too where the, the game chugged a little bit. You could tell it was slowing oh, yeah. down. But at the same time, I'm not. I got to say that part is in a break it. But you know they're they threw the kitchen sink at this thing. They and threw more than the kitchen sink. At so this. I can't get too mad if they were kind of exceeding or putting their equipment at maximum but amount. So they tested the boundaries of the play style of this game. Now, one thing I did think that was a pretty big break, it was it trying to force you into a certain view. Like, so I kind of like playing third person. When I get into the outer space, it automatically forces you into first person. So then, okay, I, I flip it out in the third person. Next time, I'm like, well, let me try it in first person. I'm like, well, I kind of like this too. Even though I could not hit a damn power up in first person. I could not hit one. Really? Even, even though in first person, I feel like I was flying right through it. It was either not giving me the sound effect or I wasn't getting it. But, so after a while, I'm like, man, it's a little easier to shoot. Maybe let me try one of these planet stages in first person. And it would not let me go into first person in the yeah. planet stages. So it's like, I feel like you're forcing me into this view in space, and then you're not letting me have it on the planet. 
it's like, don't even put it in there if you're just going to pick and choose when I get to use it. I agree. It looked like it. Like, I found that, I thought that was very weird, the it way was, they did that. Like, it you put was, it in there, like, I mean, I'm used to, you know, growing up having the first person, the above, the third person. like The over the yeah, shoulder. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, it's like, what's the big deal of, I mean, and I may be wrong, but it's like, giving me both views in space, it should just about be easier to give me both views on the planet. Like, when you're actually on a planet flying around. But... I, th- I just thought that was so weird. And I'm like, what if I really, like, I mean, I was okay. I, I prefer the third person view. But it was like, if I really got good and I was like, man, I love this first person view. And then I can't use it. That pisses me off. Now, it, it didn't bother. I mean, I just, incredibly weird execution of it to me. It was. Like I said, they should have gave you the option. And, for- and it wasn't even just having it. It forced you into first person. So you might not even known, you might not have ever cared, and then it forces you into first person right off the bat, and you're like me, and you're like, I'm going to give it a go, and you're like, this is the way to play this damn game. Oh, wait a minute, they're not going to let me play the next level the way I want to. And my thing is this, is even in the controller selection screen, I guess is a, that's what you call it, right? Right. I mean, because you got to choose what type you got. It didn't even say anything about changing views, if I'm not mistaken. It did. There was a view. It was select. It did mention on there that it was select. Because at first, I'm like, the first time I noticed it, I'd switch from like top A to top B on my controller. And I'm like, okay, maybe I accidentally, it changed the view select. I went back and it was select on all of them. See, I didn't even notice it because I was more worried about my shoot, my dash, my well, boost, slow down, and Nova bombs. All right, so I've got two things that really go into one, and that's all I've got to say that sucked with this game. So, do you have anything little you want to put in? Or you want me to just dump my hot steamy <coughs> pile of the worst part of this game? I don't know if this matches yours or not, but I'm just going to say this: you had to take damage. Like, you couldn't avoid certain objects. Like, you would avoid one and fly into something else. I didn't have that on my break-it part, because even though I do agree, and some of the stuff was pretty lame on how they got you, at the same time, there'd be certain parts where they'd put enemies that were, like, just two random enemies with nothing around them. That was pretty easy to shoot, and they gave you the health circle. So it's they like, would. okay, they would. okay, they, you're going to screw me. You give me an opportunity to get it yeah. back. And so then if I did hit one of them health circles, then it was my fault because you gave me an opportunity. So I wasn't too mad about that. I wasn't, but they did, they did kind of mess you I wasn't mad, up. but I'm just saying, that's a bit, that's a bit shitty. I, and I was okay with the towers that kept popping in front of you on the final stage. I didn't like towers that fell over on you. I just didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. I didn't care for it. There wasn't one single part of that that I liked. Boost. I mean, <laughs> to me, that was the spikes in this game. I mean, it, it didn't kill but me. It was an instant kill. No, no, no. It wasn't. It didn't kill me, but it just wasn't enjoyable. So for me, I'm going to go ahead and say it. The whole shoot mechanism was the worst part of it. Yeah. Because, I mean, the shooting your lasers and stuff, that was fine. Go ahead and tell me how the hell you aim a Nova Bomb. Tell me if you shot a Nova Bomb. You you, just shoot. You shoot a Nova Bomb and you aim it straight at You don't know where the hell the thing's going. And then, and part of that goes into the second part is, sometimes it's hard to tell what's going on. Sometimes you can't tell if your damn R-Wing up there, if Slippy's running around. Sometimes they just go out in front of you. And and they they shove your, your counterparts ahead of you and 
And once, sometimes when they get quite a ways out there, you can't tell what the hell they are. I will say there's a couple of times of a friendly fire. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> and yeah, I'm not going to say that they haven't hollered back, but like even shooting some of the enemies that were shooting enemies on the ground, the whole fire mechanism at them sucked. Uh, you don't know how many times I dove down to try to shoot them and then I hit the ground and I bounce up and I'm like, oh my God. And then I don't know, uh, just all of it together, trying to figure out what the hell is going on. Trying to figure out, are these good guys or are they bad guys? And then actually trying to hit them, which was only really the, I guess, the aiming was fine for your normal lasers or bullets. The Nova Bombs was pretty off, but all of it together was kind of clunky, trying to figure out what the hell you were doing. I mean, I I can understand the Nova Bombs because they destroyed everything on screen or at least damaged everything on screen well i mean and i guess how many times did you were you in the air trying to shoot down at something on the ground and you had them directly in your crosshairs and it didn't kill them you just about had to just drop down to land level level. and it's like how come my bullets don't hurt them unless i'm down on the ground (laughs) there's even some ball i think it was the first balls that you had to have that you had to fly all the way up to the top of the screen and still aim a little up to be able to hit one of his uh, uh, flashing red, orange, yellow, uh, I guess, hit markers. Yeah. And, I mean, it wasn't, it didn't make the game unplayable. But I thought it was really weird. Like, I, like this, I mean, the game is strong enough that it doesn't make me, I mean, I want to play this game again. I'll play this game again before I die. Uh, it won't be 25 years before I play it again, but I just found it very odd as well as this game was that that was kind of a a broken thing to me. Maybe I didn't notice it in 93. Sure as hell notice it in 20, uh, 23, but that's all I got that breaks the game for me, Josh. You got anything on your heart for this? No, no, I think I'm good. I mean... I can go into a couple of... Uh, there, there, there's one thing, but it doesn't portray to this game. It portrays to now games. Okay. Well. Is Wolf. Like, I know you don't know who Wolf is. Nope. But he's in Smash Brothers. He's actually the adversary of Star Fox. Okay. Where was he? I don't know. Exactly. Like I said, you wouldn't know that. I don't think he gets introduced until maybe... Star Fox 64? Maybe. Which, at the same time, uh, you could have built the story up a little bit better. I mean, you just know that they're they're a war, and I think they do way better when they get to Star Fox 64. uh, But, hey, they they cover it by doing the dialogue in in between the missions. Yeah. And and I feel like you could have probably put a little bit more backstory, but... I was okay with it the way it was. I mean, uh, and at the same time, I would probably rather them, at this game at least, putting all their uh, effort into the technology that they developed to make this game than really build a story, you know, because I can read, at that time, you can read Nintendo Power, get your own damn story out. Yeah, yeah. All right, so that's what breaks it. Uh, I got speed runs, a couple of fun facts, price charting. We got to rank it, and I've got this game on the IGN Top 100 list that I printed out, Josh. Oh, shit! So, uh, we top did, 100! We've only played one game off that Top 100, which was uh, Fatal Fury. 
uh, which is really not... Fatal Fury made it on the IGN list. Yes, uh, Fatal Fury was Fatal Fury Two is the one we play. It was number sixty three. Uh, spoiler alert: Star Fox is way higher than sixty. Wait, hang on, hang on. You said Fatal Fury Two. Yes, we didn't play Fatal Fury Two. We played Fatal Fury. Oh, one. No, no, no. We played the second one. We played the second one. It didn't say that. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. I'm, no, I'm, yes. I, I'm challenging this. I'm Googling it right now in my search history because I don't delete my search history. Let's see here. Fatal Fury. I'm working off memory, but I'm. SNES. So, as we're talking, since we're going to bring the IGN up, I've got their top 100 list. And we played that one, right? Look at Fatal Fury 2. See what it was. I think that's the one we played. You played the wrong game? I may have played the wrong game, George. It don't matter. I've read the wrong intro. I was <laughs> wanting to play the wrong Terminator game. So... Uh, <laughs> So, oh. I, so I have Fatal Fury two that we played at what, number sixty three. We need to recap whatever episode that was. You need to splice it in right here so we know who the fuck is wrong. I'm pretty sure. I'm that, not going to go back and re-listen to it, but if we have our one subscriber would yell at us, that would be awesome. I can't go on a spoiler alert. I don't care if it's Fatal Fury one. Or Fatal Fury 10. It still sucked. So, <laughs> I know you're going to be way higher on it than me. So, uh, IGN. They've got it on their top 100 list. Where do you think Fox, McLeod, and Star Fox fall in at? Top 25. Absolutely. Really? Yep. Do you think they're a top 10 game, Josh? Top 10. Okay. Now, I, I need a little background of IGN. Well, this this the, was probably published a way long time ago. See, I, that, that I'm fine with. How far into the gaming consoles does it go? Like PlayStation One, Xbox One. No, 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 no. We're talking Super Nintendo. Just games. Super Nintendo. Yes. After oh, top ten, easy. Okay. Top ten, easy. Uh, we're gonna come back to this when we do our rankings. IGN has this listed out of all 700 and something games. They got Star Fox at number nine. I am 100% fine Do you feel like number nine's high, or do you think it's low? I think it's average. I think it's adequate. Because after we do our ranking, I'm going to tell you what's ahead of it, and you tell me if you got any beef with that. We ain't played none of the games, but... Okay, that gives me a lot of comfort, because if you would have said that something like, I don't know, say, Mr. Nuts was number five, no, no, no. I would have I would have serious problems this with This is only the second game we played on the 100 list. Oh, so, so we are really. What's number two? Like, I, I'm curious. What, what was Wait, the you don't even know what the number one one is. No, no, no. I want to know what the second game. Oh, we it played. was Fatal Fury two. That was the first game that I we played. Fatal Fury one. Well, I don't know <laughs> what to tell you that. All right, speed runs. One guy owns all the speed runs. They had it labeled into four speed runs. Level one, level two, level three, and out of this dimension, which must have been the black hole thing that I did not do. Yeah, I didn't do the black hole thing either. One guy owns them all. Second and third and fourth kind of bounce back and forth. Good name? Yep. Okay. No Lay Hulk? Nope. Nobody we've heard of before. Okay. Uh, oh, oh, give me the name. Now, these were set about 
two years ago. Okay, I'll, I'll guess the time here in a minute. I'll, I want the name. Okay, it is got an initial in the middle. Okay, I'm fine with that. It is Jake D. Period Snake. Jake D. Snake. I like it. <laughs> I like it. So Jake the Snake owns all of them and consistently has about a beat everybody by about 20 seconds. Ooh. Now, I did see that there are people that are, this game's pretty popular so it's still being speed ran. There's people the last month that put it, they're like number 64 on the list and all that. But Jake, It's a solid game, man. I mean... Jake D. Snake. Jake not the, the yeah. D. Snake. Jake D. Snake. He uh, beat level one. Now, and this is tough because I figured it would be closer than it was because the levels kind of force you, it kind of paces you. It does. Unless you hammer that boost, man. If you hammer that boost, that level goes through quick. I want to call it... I want to say the full speed run at level one, 15 minutes. No. 12 minutes, 51 seconds. Really? So. How? Okay. He's he's smashing that boost. He's never using that break. Well, he's probably spamming through all the uh, the dialogue as quick as possible, too, as where we're reading it. Level two, he beat in 16 minutes, 34 seconds. Level three, he I'm about to say that's due to the dialogue probably being a little bit more. But at overall, he was still 20 seconds faster than the second oh, place. Oh, yeah, he's hammering So he's through. just 20 seconds faster in the game. Yeah, he's just hammering this. Level thing. three, he beat 22 minutes, 50 seconds. And the out of this dimension, he beat it in a whopping 7 minutes and 13 seconds. What? I don't know if I beat any stage in 7 minutes. I mean, I, maybe I did, but I feel like I spent like... Ten minutes on each stage. Oh, I, I I will say this. I know for a fact that I beat the first level in five minutes. So this some if you beat it in five minutes, this bastard beat the game in seven minutes. And out of this, dimension. oh, hundred percent, like How, holy crap. Well, see, my level, my five minutes level one was on level three. Okay, like I died. I think I died once on it. I might have to. And go if back. you die, you restart the level. I bet. I died by the boss. I might have to go back and see if he's got his speed round posted. I'm sure he, it's on there. I think you have to have it on there. Yeah. I just want to see his level one. See how quick he gets to the level. Yeah, one. I want to see how you would have to do boost. that in like one minute. Yeah, I want to see him spam and boost. I mean, I mean, I'm just sitting here thinking if you go level one, you're still playing like what five stages. Yeah. So you roughly got to beat each stage in like two minutes and some change. About say yeah, about two minutes and fifteen seconds. Sheesh. I tip the hat to you, American Jake D. Snake. Uh, Do we know he's American? Yes. Yeah, well, he had an American flag next to him. I don't know. Okay. What the that, hell that's he all is. I need. He's that's who he's repping. And I feel like on a game this big and you've got all four. I, yeah. You, you have to I, rep. Yeah. I feel like you give him a damn gold medal at whatever Olympics this is. You know, <laughs> uh, he is Michael Phelps of Star Fox. Uh, I wonder if he's still. Like monitors, and somebody gets like close, like he just like. Those are what happens if somebody beats him. Does he immediately come out of retirement? I feel like he does. I feel like he literally <laughs> gets down there with his Cheetos, his Mountain Dew Code Red, and he hammers that shit. Code out. Code Red, not even live wire. No, he's a Code Red. Man. He's a Code Red. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's a Sierra Mister. Maybe he pours Code Red in the Sierra Mist. I don't no, know. No, no, no. I, I think, bet he does it. I bet somebody beats his record. He does it on the second turn. Like, say, no. I bet I guarantee you he's a Code Red Mountain Dew person and a flaming hot Cheetos guy. What if he's a, one of the Pepsi peep drinkers? Oh no, he immediately <laughs> loses all respect. <laughs> all right, immediately we're gonna hop over. How much do you think this game costs, Josh? Loose, loose. Okay, yeah. the. Uh, 
I I hate to admit this, but I would pay a solid twenty five dollars for this game. Loose. Okay. So this is a game I don't know where. I mean, this is this is up there. This is like, Star Fox. IGN has it at number nine. I can't argue where. I it's can't. Nine. I can go ahead and tell you. I'm just. I don't mean to jump ahead, but if you tell me that this isn't the number one on your list, you got to argue with me. You've got to convince me why, or you're wrong. So I don't. I don't want to spoil <laughs> nothing. I just don't know how you don't say this is a great game. So with this being such a great game, I can understand it being expensive. So that's I wanna, me. Like I said saw twenty five easy, easy eBay. What I seen on average was about twenty four dollars for this game. Yep. Price charting had it at fifteen dollars and seventy five cents. Price charting is wrong. And I just like I would give twenty five dollars in a heartbeat for this. Easy. Game. Uh, now I do own the game, so but. If I pass, if I go by and I see it for twenty dollars, I'm probably still picking it up oh, even though I got it. Dude, like I said, if it was if it was at a thrift store for twenty five, I'm grabbing it. So what do you think a complete copy runs? Complete copy. Price charting and eBay is pretty close. eBay had a pretty big variance. Well, and then there I didn't have the you didn't new have inbox. I had. An open boxed one that was new. So the new inbox kind of gets crazy. Okay. But. Well, see, here, you know, my rule is I normally multiply it by three right here. Okay. Or four, depending on how I feel at the time. I got a feeling that this game new is way more than $75. It's Are you complete or new? Complete. Ju just new. Just okay. new. Okay. Okay, you're right. I'd see where you're saying. Yeah, just new. It's way more than $75 because it's such an iconic game. Well, if you said it's 25 by your rule, it'd be 75 for complete and then times that by three, which would be um, $200 for new. Right? Yeah. That's your normal. That, that's my normal playthrough. And I'm going to say, this game is such iconic that I'm, I, I, got, I have to throw this out the window. So I want to say a new copy of this well, give me the complete first. Okay, yeah, complete. Give me the complete first. Complete copy of this is a solid 150. Absolutely not. You're way high. No. Way high. I know this goes against everything that we've did in the previous freaking 18 or so if episodes. If you tell me this thing episodes. is under 100, I'd be flabbergasted. It, it's under 100. No! Yes. And it might be, there's a variance on eBay. Uh, I would go ahead and tell you if I would have found one today at the low end, I would have bought it in a New York minute. I'm just, I'm just going to stop you because you don't even, you don't no, even know. No. I'm about to crinkle your brain right here. Price charting had it at $67.50 complete. What I seen on eBay, I seen some as high as 70. I seen some that sold for $45. If I could have bought it for $45, that I would have jumped on that. Now, Everybody of course, that, that more sold, sold. So, you know, of course, there's people asking three gazillion dollars, but, you know, so I cannot believe. I was shocked. I'm like, Josh is never going to get. No. A, I didn't think you'd get what a loose copy was. I sure as hell knew you wouldn't get what a complete because it took me back. I bought freaking Roger Clemens for 20 bucks. You mean I could have like doubled up and got this game? Yeah. Uh, I mean. I, I think Terminator was probably more expensive than that. Uh, okay. So there was one that sold on eBay that was technically the seal was broken. 
Everything was still in the plastic. The game was wrapped in plastic, and it had sold. To me, that's not a new game. That's not new, no. That's what the guy had listed as new. You can, uh, I you, mean, at least the picture showed that it was open and everything. It was crisp. It was literally like new. Open box was what it was. Yeah, open box. Open box, like new. So there is a huge difference between price charting and eBay because that's the only one I had to go buy on eBay. So with that being as cheap as it was, we're talking new prices, Josh. Get back into your mindset. Get crazy prices. What do you think a new one cost? I'm going to go with... Just a spoiler alert. The one I got on eBay is about half the price of the one that... that what price charting saying it is. I'm going to say 500 Well, you're definitely in the middle of it. Uh, price charting had the new one at $679, which blows my mind that I can get a complete one for $67. Why would I spend 600 Now, there's several graded copies. Kind of expected that with it being... Uh, Star graded Fox. copies on eBay with it being an iconic game. The one that I seen that was, I mean, it looked brand new. It looked like the plastic was still on the game, but it had been open. The seal had been broken. The box was still crisp as shit. It was three hundred bucks, and uh, I was like, I don't know that I could spend three hundred dollars on one that was open when I could buy technically the same the, complete version for sixty seven. Yeah, but uh, with just a little bit of damage or something. I, I was shocked that the loose copies and complete was so cheap, and then it kind of blew my mind that the sealed copies were so expensive. Dude, the complete, the I said, that blows my mind. Like so under a hundred. So we're going to go buy eBay. We're going to say this game's $25, Josh. If I got this game right here and I said, I'm going to let you have this game or I'm going to give you $12.50, which would you choose? I'm taking the game. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely correct. So uh, Just because I have such fond memories of this game, and it was such a fun game. like I, like I Just playing this game, like I don't care who you are. Playing this game for the first time, you would know that this game is worth more than $12. So, here's a couple of fun facts before we get into uh, ranking this thing and talking about IGN real quick. Uh, I wrote two of them down. I got two of them on my head, so I may be slightly off, but I got the general gist of it. That's fine. In the Power region, this game was known by a different name, Josh. It wasn't called Star Fox. Interesting. It was called, do you have any idea what they might have called it? It'd be kind of tough. It makes sense when I tell you, but... Okay, so... Can you give me a little history of what the power region is? Pal. Pal. Pal, Pal is basically uh, not North America. Like, North America's NTSC. You're probably talking about your European regions. The maybe. European Asia? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so this wasn't referred to as Star Fox over there. And it was actually referred to something different in, like, Russia. But, uh, well, Russians are weird. When I think about it while I'm talking to you, this makes more sense than anything you're not gonna guess it, but what was it? What were the planes called? They were R wings. They were R wings. I feel like this is very clever. The name of the game over in the PAL versions was Star Wing. So I feel like you guess made sense. I mean, yes, and I, I, I didn't even I, put R wing and Star Wing. I together. was about to call it Nebula Fighter. Uh-huh. Uh, this game sold more than 4 million copies. Uh, yes. I mean, that, that's not a shocker. It had to. Uh, well, I mean, 4 million is still a lot. That's a lot, but... So I did see one thing that Argonaut uh, Software 
and how they they were talking about how they met with Nintendo, and they basically, and this is where I don't take it word for word, but basically they used this FX, they created another 3D game over one of the Game Boy games, and they went to one of these conventions, one of these expos, and went to the Nintendo booth and said, hey, we've basically hacked around your software, and this is what we've did. And Nintendo was so impressed, they brought them on. They hired them? To make Star, Star Fox. Okay. So technically, there was a Game Boy game, I think it was called X or something, that was the first 3D game with the yeah. SFX chip. Uh, or the first 3D game for Nintendo, I guess. So later on, they wanted to do a little more open world. Argonaut did. They worked with Nintendo. And Nintendo did not want to let some of their proprietary... Uh, uh, guys like Mario and stuff get involved. So they ended up kind of cutting ties with Argonaut over time. And Argonaut ended up using that idea and created another game on PlayStation 1. And it was one of the Croc games. They ended up creating... Dude, I played Croc. I love Croc. So that was where they ended up wanting to go. And Nintendo, I think, was kind of like Time Out, which it sounded a lot like Mario 64 to me. You know, yeah. that whole deal, but... They end up making Croc. Uh, so, you know, and I could be off on a little bit of that. That was the general idea of it. So, do you want to go ahead and rank this, or do you want to hear what IGN has to say about it? I think we need to rank it, and then we'll talk about IGN. So I agree with that. I agree with that. Right, so. I mean... I'm just going to go do the top 10 because if you tell me this is in the bottom seven, this this is over. So Josh's top 10 is Family Feud, Super Putty, Mickey and Minnie at the Circus, Dragon View, True Lies, Jeopardy Sports, Fatal Fury, Mr. Nuts, Tom Slip, and Dracula. Where are you putting Star Fox at, Josh? Dude, this game was so good that I can't help it, but it's number one. Like, I mean, and, and that that's even without me doing the whole nostalgia thing. Like, just because this game was so good at what it done, that the list of bad was so small. The stuff that was bad and, did not make it unplayable. No, it was just our personal opinion about the game. And the stuff that made it good was, like, a lot better than the best stuff that the other... I, I'd say some of the worst stuff on this was still executed better than the best stuff on some of these games. Like, the worst part of this game was way better than the Untouchables in any way, shape, or form. hundred percent! So, I'm just so, going to go ahead. We're going to make this short. Uh, my top ten is Jeopardy, Dragon View, True Lies, Family Feud, Mickey and Minnie, Circus, Mr. Nuts, Time Slip, No Escape, Terminator, and Super Putty. What if I told you this wasn't my number one game, Josh? I'd be alright with that. I, I, I don't understand I'm not. That. I can't do that. That's clickbait right there. Star oh, Fox. I, I agree, but I'm just saying, I know for a fact that you like your trivia. Star Fox is uh, definitely number one. Like, And there, it isn't 1A, 1B. Like, it is 1A, 57B. Like, there oh, is yeah, a, yeah, yeah. There is a huge gap. So, at the end of this, this is what I'm sitting here been thinking of before I even looked at IGN. I was like, is Star Fox a Mount Rushmore game? Like when the time we do all these games, is it a Mount Rushmore game? I can I can almost say I mean I feel like it probably is. It has you, a thought. You forget about these other games, and I start looking. I'm like I don't know. I I can. This sounds bad. I think IGN's got them at number nine. I think Star Fox is definitely going to be a top twenty five game. Easy, easy. Is it a top ten game? I feel like probably. So, so. I mean, here's just some games. You tell me if Star Fox is better. This is what they've got ranked ahead of them. Okay. 
Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. That's one of my goats right there, John. Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah. it'll take it'll take something strong to keep me from putting that number one. Yeah, Chrono Trigger, a game that I've literally played three minutes of and never went back to. So could that be that? And that's where I'm like, hey, maybe this is better linked to the past to me. See, I, I I love my RPG style games, but Chrono Trigger to me is not a Mount Rushmore game. So number three, a game that I'm not real familiar with the franchise. I don't know that I've ever played this game. Number three, Super Metroid. Is Star Fox better than Super Metroid? Ugh. I know people say Super Metroid may be the best Metroid. So if you don't like if if it is, I mean, I'm just saying uh, we got. Bad, uh, it's a, a Super Metroid is at least top five for me. All right, you gotta help me here because I'm stupid. Final Fantasy VI, that's six, right? Yes. Final Fantasy six is there. I can't remember Final Fantasy six. I know I played it. It was good, but not Mount Rushmore. Surprisingly, number five, they've got a Super Mario World. I don't know how. It's that. That's low. at least top two, top three. Here's here's where I got beef because you know the style that I play. And you know I wouldn't let this happen, even though I think this is one of the stronger games of the genre. They got Street Fighter II Turbo ahead of Star Fox. I do not think oh. I would put it above Star Fox. Yeah. Another game that I don't think I've played, Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island. I don't know that I can I put I played that. it. It's solid, but I again, I don't think top, top, top five material or top ten. Super Mario Kart, I can probably understand that one. I think that jumps yeah. a lot of people there. So here's some games... That are behind it. I mean, I know we're going a little long. We're just going to go about six games behind it. Okay. A game that I've not played. The first one behind it, Super Mario RPG. What do you think? Dude, solid game. Do you think Star Fox is better than that? Just off the top of your head. Oh God, I I don't know. That, that's going to be a serious debate with my, with myself. So I mean, here's one I know is better than Star Fox to me. I've got it on a pedestal. This is a top five game for me. Can you guess it? We ain't named it yet. I talk about this shit all the time. And nobody cares anything about this game but me and my personal. Like, everybody else <laughs> understands it. Nobody else that I know does. Uh, I can't remember. Is that RPG? RPG. It's way better. It's disrespectful to put this at number 11. Uh... All right. You timed out. Secret yeah. of Mana. Oh, that's a that's a Mount Rushmore for me. Is it not a top ten? Secret of Mana on IGN is number eleven. Number twelve. It's a solid top ten for me. Twelve and thirteen are games that I'm not super familiar with. I know they're expensive. I know they're big games. One of Mega Man X, Earthbound. Okay, yeah, I was about to say Earthbound's got to be one of them. Final Fantasy Four is fourteen. Number fifteen, we're coming in with a little. Uh, Tetris Attack. Okay. Uh, Donkey Kong Country 2 at 16. Really? I can't remember why Donkey Kong Country 2 would be way better than Donkey Kong Country 1. But we'll figure that out. We'll get, we get there, there. eventually. Uh, we're, I'm going to round out the top 20. I'm just going to blast them real quick. Super Punch-Out, F-Zero, Act Razor, Super Mario All-Stars. So at the same time, I've got to say, to me... Super Mario, I mean, if you put Super Mario World at number five, why are you not putting Super Mario All-Stars ahead of it? Because it's a sports you, game. Well, you have, no, you got Super Mario All-Stars, and then you got Super Mario All-Stars with Super Mario World, where you have 
Super Mario 1, 2, 3, the Lost Levels, and Super Mario. So, True! So, and at the same time, uh, in this podcast, I know we're doing Super Mario All-Stars, and then we're going to do Super Mario World, so it's not going to be Super Mario All-Stars with Mario World, because we're going to play all that shit. But they literally have a cartridge that has all that on one cartridge that is from Nintendo. That probably should be number one. I mean, you got every Mario game made up until that point on one cartridge. Yeah. How do you argue that? You know, I, 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 I yeah. would, I would go ahead and I would probably, I would put it number two. I'd put Legend of Zelda above it. I would tip my hat to Secret of Mana. But anyways, we're getting lost here. I mean, stuff we ain't even mentioned is some Castlevania, Mario Paint, Wario Woods. Uh, Earthworm Gems, Kirby games. So these are games that aren't even in the top see, 20. You, that they have. you didn't even name any sports games at that point besides Mario All-Stars. You want me to tell you where the first sports game is? Because I can guarantee I know where it is. No, I did not. This is uh, surprising. I will probably be high. I don't know if I'll be higher on this. Number 52 is the second sports game that I thought would be the first one. Would be King Griffey Jr.'s Winning Run. That was a fire game. That's a solid game. Number 36, can, NBA Jam. I was going to say, can I take a guess? It'd be an NBA, NBA Jam. NBA Jam. So uh, I'm sitting here thinking to myself as I'm playing this game after these other ones, I was like, this is a top five game. <sighs> Maybe there's some games I forgot about. This is top 10. I don't know, man. Top, I'll go ahead and tell you, It's I hate to say, Star Fox is definitely top 25. Most people will say no shit. There's some good games that we've got left to they play. They are. I, I, I will go out on a limb to say that Star Fox is definitely a top 10 for me. If, if it's not a top 10, it's got to be a top 15. I, I enjoyed playing the shit out of this game. I love this game. It was, such, it was uh, such a good game. Coming back to Independence Day. Like, okay, just think of this, though. This is two things that stands out to me. Star Fox was revolutionary when it came out. Yeah. Nobody had seen this. It, it was like a flight simulator mixed with a shooter. It was amazing. Star Fox 64, do you remember what it came out with that was in the box with it? The Rumble Pack? The Rumble fucking yeah pack. yeah that was the most amazing shit do you remember i don't know if it was the first stage but then there was a stage on top of a pyramid that was basically taken straight out of independence day that whole scene not. that whole scene and that is like when i think of star fox i think of star fox 64 flying around and it is the even the damn bogeys look like the freaking spaceship. I didn't know that. No, absolutely. Yes. We will go watch a YouTube video. Soon as we leave here we have to. It is the shit. Now I enjoy star Fox, uh, uh, super Nintendo. Uh, I 64 think, is by far better. Yeah. I don't know if I played one since then. I've got some that I've never played, but by far star Fox 64 is so much better. But, like, so they come out and they're like, we're throwing this SFX chip in your face. They come out in 64, they're like, we're throwing this little thing we call a little rumble pack. And, I mean, it's always like... It was so good. Yes. Anyways, I know we're, we're way long. Uh, Star Fox, number one game. Uh, 100%. And I will say this. It will be on the Rushmore for a while unless our guest spinner draws another fire game. And if she does, then therefore she has to draw every one of ours. Well, at the same time, we did... 17 games that weren't nowhere in the caliber of this. So oh, absolutely We not. literally took... <laughs> sorry. 
we've literally took 0.03% of the bad games out of this equation. So it can only get better, right? Yeah, uh, well, Maybe not for Star Fox, but it's it's going to be better from Untouchables. Yeah, 100%. What's more likely to happen? Star Fox to be in your top 10 or the Untouchables to be in your bottom 10? Oh, Star Fox top 10. I don't know, Untouchables. It was bad, but I think there's worse. I, I have said, I don't know what game's worse than Roger Clemens, and I've got five, four, four below it. Uh, and one of them's a Mario game. I would never expect it that. <laughs> right, we go. Uh, we're going to draw another one, hopefully get another first party. We've been spoiled. I feel bad if we don't get a first party game of how bad oh, we're going to shit right, all it's, over it's it. Gonna, yeah, it's going to get shit on we're gonna, hard. We're going to Scorched Earth. Uh, see you next time. See ya.